their website. You want to see the products? Available to purchase online. Financing. Financing is available online as well. Well, let's go ahead and get into high school basketball. We're going to start off with girls from last night. The end of regulation, the regular season for girls. There is one game scheduled tonight. So that technically would be the end of uh, the regular season for girls basketball. Concord getting the win over Union City, 73-53. Springport. Um, they controlled their own destiny. They got the win over Concord earlier this week. They had to finish it up by getting the win over Quincy last night, and they did. 55-15 the final there. Uh, Springport coming out with 19 points in the first quarter to Quincy's two. And um, Springport holding Quincy scoreless in the fourth. Wow. Maddox lock. 20 points, 7 assists, 5 steals, adding to her record. Hope Overwig, 12 points, 12 boards. Brenna Crittenden, 9 points, 4 assists, 2 steals. And Chloe Spear, 6 points, 2 steals. The Springport Spartans are the 23-24 Big 8 Conference champions. After they defeated Concord Tuesday, they're in the number one spot in the conference. Still had to travel to Quincy to win the conference outright. Quincy has won seven of their last ten games. The girls came up focused and bringing home the title. Coach says every player helped in doing just that. Almost every girl scored. Good mix of starters and reserves most of the game. Coach says he's proud of his team. This was the first on their list of what they wanted to accomplish this season. Coach says they are far from done with a very tough district. They're going to uh, refocus on their next game this weekend, but tonight they celebrate. All right, there it is. Way to go, Springport. Way to go. In the Cascades, Center beat up on Adrian 58-34. to Michigan Center girls varsity team beat Adrian 58-34 to finish the regular season 19-3. and McKinley Gaddy scored 16 points, 4 assists. Haley Meese, 9 points, 5 assists. Julia Reynolds and Samantha Wynn, 8 points for the Cardinals. Ypsilanti Prep destroyed Jonesville, 61-22. Okemos squeaked by Leslie, 45-43. Celine all over East Jackson, 56-23. Manchester beating up Sand Creek. Let's be honest. Basketball's been a struggle for Sand Creek this year. 44-36. Tecumseh on top of Hanover Horton, 75-35. In the I-8, Coldwater getting a win over Portage Central, 44-28. Grand Ledge on top of Northwest, 42-35. Hazlitt beating Western, 53-39. Battle Creek Lakeview over Marshall, 48-41. And Richland Gull Lake, on top of Penfield, 50-24. to 24. In the white, already talked about center defeating Adrian, 58-34. Chelsea destroyed Stockbridge, 84-39. to 39. Tecumseh 
That is just way too much for Hanover Horton to handle, 75 to 35. And today in the white, you've got Adrian at Dundee scheduled for 530. Cas- uh, I'm sorry, SCAA East last night. Camden Frontier defeating Jackson Christian, 31-27. Hillsdale Academy beating North Adams Jerome, 50-13. to Litchfield all over to uh, how about this? Litchfield defeating Tecancha, 33-23. And Pittsburgh over Waldron, 36-24. That's girls basketball. Boys district action for today. Where, uh, let's see, in Division Two District 52, we were there Wednesday on hand for Onstead, squeaking by Western, 62-60. The final there in Western today, Adrian at 20-3 versus Onstead at 18-5. Division Three, District 82 at Langsburg. Um, Langsburg uh, getting to the final by defeating Perry, 69-55. Stockbridge over Leslie, 66-28. So that final there is uh, today, 7 o'clock. Langsburg, 23-0 versus Stockbridge, 17-6. Stockbridge, one of those teams handing Onstead a loss this year. Division 3, District 83 at East Jackson. Uh, locally, this is probably the game that all eyes are going to be on. Napoleon, 77, Springport, 51 from Wednesday. Lumen coming from behind to beat center, 59-55. So that district final today, Division 3 in East Jackson has Napoleon, 20-3 and three on the season, Versus Lumen, 19-4 and four on the season. Now, Napoleon... Wait a second. There it is. Napoleon, uh, of course, being the Cascades Conference champions, um, they come into this with an MPR, their Michigan Power Ranking, of 593. They're ranked in the state... In the top 20, they're there with a 593. Lumen, much like what they do in football, is they overplay. They play up a lot. They are 629 with their NPR. Now, Michigan Power Ranking takes your record, your wins, and your losses, and your opponent's losses, to help determine strength of schedule. They put it all into a computer, kick out a number. The higher the number, supposedly the better the team. So the Lumen Christie Titans coming in 629 with their MPR over Napoleon. But that's why they play the games, my friends. That's why they play the games. The other district final that um, a lot of eyes are going to be on tonight Cascades versus Big 8 crossover has Jonesville facing Hanover Horton. Jonesville, 18-6 and six on the season. Hanover Horton, 15-8 and eight on the season. No, this isn't big. This is an old-school Big 8 Cascades crossover. This is actually Cascades on Cascades here tonight. Comets versus Comets tonight. 
So Hanover Horton comes into this with their 15-8 and record. Hanover Horton winning the Cascades West, Jonesville, in a very close second. Throughout the season, Hanover Horton defeated Jonesville in an overtime win, 72-68, on February 8th. Game before that, Hanover Horton lost to Jonesville 71-62 on the road at Jonesville. The rubber match is tonight. Tiebreaker is tonight. No, really, on what is most likely neutral ground. It's in Concord. Um, and it's yeah, pretty close to being right between these two communities. So I don't feel like it's going to get any more neutral than that. Hanover Horton's NPR comes in at 5.53. Jonesville comes in at 5.47. Unless you're Napoleon and Michigan Center, your NPRs don't get any much closer than that, separated by six thousandths of a point. Two really good, evenly matched teams. And Joe Cassidy and myself are excited to be on the call for this one tonight from Concord. That's going to be a good one. So that's what's happening in high school. Wait, we're not done yet. That's what's happening in high school basketball uh, district action. Um, Elsewhere, out of county, uh, Ypsilanti Arbor Prep. This is Division Three District 86. Grass Lake was in this one. They lost in the semifinal to Ann Arbor Green Hills. Manchester was in this one. They lost to Ypsilanti Arbor Prep in the semis. So that puts Ann Arbor Green Hills at 14-8 and eight versus Ypsilanti Arbor Prep at 12-11 and 11, uh, tonight at 7. And down in Waldron, where Waldron defeated uh, Vandy on Wednesday, 42-34, and Pittsburgh defeated Jackson Christian, 52-36, that has a Waldron versus Pittsburgh final tonight at seven. Waldron thirteen and ten, Pittsburgh fourteen and nine. That is our regular season wrap of high school basketball. Boys will be in regional action next week. Girls will be in district action next week. And this is where basketball. Um, well, it's been real this week for the boys. It gets real next week for the girls. With all that said, let's step aside. And when we come back, we're going to talk high school wrestling. Talk about some kids who have made it through regionals and are into individual state competition. That's next. You're listening to The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from the Lead Bunker Studio. Jackson's only indoor gun range. Live from Lead Bunker Inc.com studios. Jackson's only indoor gun range. Welcome back to the daily Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM live from LedBunkerInc.com studios. Financing available online. Purchase your weapon online. Among other things. LedBunkerInc.com. Also brought to you by Knudsen's, your outdoor convenience store. Kettlebell Hotspot, where your functional fitness begins. Brought to you by Bud, Bud Light, McUltra. And we're brought to you by Tri-County Water. That's good water. TriCountyWater.com. 
high school wrestling for this weekend. Uh, last weekend it was teams. This weekend we've got the individuals. And let's start off. We're going to go from the top and work our way down in D1 at 138. We're just going to, no, we're not going through everybody. That would be absolutely ridiculous and would be here for hours. But we're going to highlight uh, the local wrestlers. And that starts with uh, Division One 138, Caden Bayer, who, uh, is 27 and 5 on the season. Um, he'll be taking on, he's the third seed. He'll be taking on second seed. Well, in this, they, 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 they square him up in like four by fours here. So in this little section of the bracket, there's a whole bunch in this one. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's 16 kids in each one. Okay. So in the uh, uh, fourth and uh, this would be for the uh, third and fourth bout. So in the fourth bout there, you've got Caden uh, Bayer will be taking on Julius Pacheco out of Davison to start us off with high school wrestling and individual action this weekend at 138. That's the first of our local wrestlers. Second one in the same division, D1, 138, Jackson's Xander Reeser, who is 28 and 11 on the season. He'll be taking on Heartland's Easton Colvert in the first round. Now let's go to D2. That's it for D1. So now we uh, just scoot over to D2, and uh, we're going to go to D2, 190. There's a lot here. Just to give me a sec. All right, I, I got a scroll. I'm only at 150 right now. <laughs> oh, D2. 190 is where we are looking at Xander Alexander Trudell. 39 and 6 on the season. Fourth seed in uh, about 7 and 8. He'll be facing Casey Engel, who is 28 and 9 on the season. Uh, in the first round today, so that'll be that'll be happening pretty soon. That's D two. Oh, that was D two one night. We skipped D two one thirty eight. How did I skip D two one thirty eight? D two one thirty eight from Jackson Northwest, Blaine and Spa thirty eight. I just love that name, Blaine. 38 and 8 on the season will be taking on Jack Chudler, who was 41 and 10 on the season from Orchard Lake St. Mary later on today. That was D2138. Anyone else in there? All right. So now, when we just did D2190, let's do D2113. Well, they kind of like start in the middle of the, uh, the weight class, and then you. Got to go past the big boys and then scroll on down to 113. 
where we have from Northwest Thomas Fall. Dude, what a great name for a wrestler. Fall. He's 38 and 10 on the season, and he'll be taking on uh, Carson Gamel from uh, Huron, North Huron. No. Um, and he's got a 28 and 4 record. So that was D2113. Let's move over to Division 3 and 157. D3, 157 is where we start. And uh, D3 will be a little heavier. Most of our schools in the area rest in D3. And we start with Napoleon's Carson Warner, 31 and 11 on the season. Carson Warner will be taking on Xander Carls who is 39 and 3 and I don't understand the abbreviation on uh, Xander's school so we're just going to put him at a no name school that's 157 division 3 165 wrestling today from Michigan Center Andrew Biedenkopf 34 and 6 on the season will face Isaiah Cosgrove of Kingsley who's 22 and 8 on the season And that does it for D3-165. D3-175. In the bouts, uh, the third and fourth bout, in the fourth bout here, you've got Napoleon's Mason Roth, 21-5 and five on the season, facing Connor Hayden from Algonac, who's 47-11 and 11 on the season. Now we move to D3-190, Division 3-190 from Grass Lake. Jack Reed, 40-7 and seven on the season. Going to have a tall task against, was it Montgomery's? Emmett Lingman, who's 42-4 and four on the season. Napoleon's Brady Warner, 36-6 and six on the season. This is still D3-190. He'll be facing Gage uh, Glavin from Belding at 40-3 and three on the season. Now we move to D3, 215, the big boys. Uh, that's where we have. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Napoleon's Dallas Smith who is 33-16 on the season. He'll be facing Ellison Rouse of Kingsford. Oof. 32-1 and one on the season. D3, 113. D3, 113, where we have from Columbia, Christian Milliken. 35 and 11 on the season will face James Thoman from Montague, who is 32 and 12 on the season. D3, 120. Looking for, uh, we have from Napoleon, Logan Hartman, 34 and 9 on the season, 
will be taking on Cameron Buckus from Durand, 36-2 and on the season. Next up, D4. We've got quite a few wrestlers from D4 also. Let's take a look at it. D4, 132. Where we have from Hanover Horton, AJ Fielder at 42 and 1, taking on Carson City's Riley Strawn at 21 and 13. D4, 138. We're looking for Concords, Colin Thompson to take on Benzie Central, Joe Morse. Colin is 34 and 6 on the season. Morse is 32 and 14. Next is D4, 144. Hanover Hortons, Gavin Berkey Pile, 46 and 14 on the season, taking on Tawas's uh, Trace Ray at 41 and 8 on the season. Next up, D4, 157. East Jackson's Clayton Clark, 24-9 on the season, will face Drew Chandler from St. Louis, 45-6 on the season. Springport's Caleb Went, 36-11, will face Benzie Central, 38-17's Tyrone Brule. And that does it for that one. D4, 215. D4, 215. A little bit of scrolling here as uh, we have uh, Lumens. Maverick. Sturgakasi. I'm probably slaughtering that. It's 24 and 16 on the season. He'll be taking on Andrew Baldwin of uh, Pioneer River, of Pine River, sorry, 39 and 6 on the season. And then D4 at 126, uh, we have from Hanover Horton. David David Fielder, 45 and 6 on the season, taking on Jace Ritchie of Martin, 26 and 4 on the season. That's the boys. Dude, we're not done. We got one more bracket to roll through for you. They don't break up the girls via different divisions. They put all the girls into one division. And we go to girls wrestling at 1.30. And on the mat this weekend is Hanover Horton's Drew Swihart, 13-6 and six on the season. She'll be taking on Oxford's Julie Gonzalez, who is 16-3 on the season. Going down to girls, 145. Where on the mat will be Jackson's Sienna Tovar at 25 and 4 on the season will face Hastings' 
Jordan Milinowski, who is 25 and 8 on the season. Girls, 170 taking place this weekend from Columbia. Brianna Boone, 15 and 7 on the season. On the mat, we'll be facing Hannah Hart of Owasso, 18 and 4 on the season. Down to girls, 190. On the mat, from Columbia Central, Bella Houston will face, who's 6 and 1 on the season, will face Tekoa Henry of St. Louis, 14 and 4. Girls, 235. From the Jackson area, Kaylee Bonner of Jackson, 12 and 11 on the season, will face Grandlidge's Peyton Burnmeister, 13 and 10 on the season. Northwest's Haley Ryan, 4 and 2 on the season, faces Nellie Maltby of Hemlock, who is 4 and 6 on the season. And at one fifteen, from the Jackson area, from Springport, Kylie Gramet, fourteen and two, takes on uh, Middleville. I think I don't know. It's Rainy Bresca, twenty and thirteen on the season. That's it. That's the, we just highlight all the wrestlers from Jackson County and in individual action this weekend. We'll let you know how that wraps up. Keep it. Yeah, you know what? Look for it on the website over the weekend. We for sure will be talking about it on Monday right here on the Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports 101.9 FM. Right now, let's step aside, and when we come back, we'll talk, we'll talk with Tom Knudsen. It's the Knudsen's Outdoor Report. That's next on the Daily, live from LedBunkerInc.com Studios. Back with more after this. Welcome back to The Daily, Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM, and we head to our sports line. Welcome back to the program, Tom Knudsen with the Knudsen's Outdoor Report. Hey, Tom. Hello, Mark. How are we doing on this fine Friday morning? You know, I'm, I'm doing quite well, doing well. It's, uh, it's a little warmer, so I've got the, I've got the short sleeve shirts on, and it's going to be warm for the next few days. Not, not what we're used to this time of year, but uh, it's, it's what we have, and we're going to deal with it, right? Uh, yeah, and we'll take it. <laughs> we'll um, take it. Why not? We'll, why not? You know, we, we're, it's, it is what we're being dealt, and, uh, you know, it's only three months away till <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> just three months. Yeah, I, you know, just, it'll be, it'll, it'll be here before you know it, you know? Yeah, and or then, it's going to be here, or it's going to take forever, one of the two. <laughs> and it'll be the fourth before we know it, it'll be Labor Day before we know it, it just uh, goes yeah. by quicker. Uh, once you get it, once you get to Memorial Day, Labor Day comes quick. <laughs> yeah, it does, it absolutely yeah, it does, does. You for know? some reason, it's just not the same. It's, it's, uh, the time period goes, seems to go a little faster. I'm, I look at the weather every once in a while, and I'm like, you know, if it's going to be warm like that, I could, 
I, those waiters I got from Knutson's at their end of season, spring season sale, um, I could probably get those on and get the dock in really early this year. Yeah. You know, yeah. why not? I mean, that, and that, there's nothing wrong with that now. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, you can get it in even if we do get a skim ice. It's not going to do any damage. So, time to get the docks back in. And you know, I mean, if you're really on top of it, you know, boats can go in soon. You know, right. within a month. Yeah, I'd say April first. You know, if you want to get your boat in, I'm I'm kind of cool with it. So I, yep. you know, I'll keep looking at it and seeing. You know, got to find a a chunk of time on a weekend when I can do it. But uh, it's it's been the conversations that have been had lately. So, <laughs> all right, well, we'll get back to circle back to fishing here in a second. But we do want to talk about the uh, the last day of the coyote bounty hunt. We've been talking about this for a while, and it all kind of comes to its finale today. Today, today's the last day. Yeah. So we're at one sixty right now. So I expect maybe we'll see a couple, couple more. Okay. Uh, before today, before seven o'clock tonight. So once it's, once we hit the the, once we lock the door at seven o'clock, uh, twenty twenty four coyote bounty hunt is complete. So how did this year compare to previous well, years? Tom? I don't have all the numbers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mike. Mike, uh, who does that, we'll have him. Okay. Uh, we won't have him next week because Mike's gonna go. He's taking a, uh, a vacation next week, so when he gets back, he'll he'll tally okay. all that stuff up for me, and we'll go over that next week. We'll go over the totals, and uh, uh, might might have it by next weekend. It might be the following weekend, but we'll okay. have the totals. Um, you know, the, the the ratios and the county, and and you know, the stuff that we keep track of. Right. It gives an idea of where they're coming from, and. And the weights and the averages and all that. We'll have all that put okay. together uh, no later than two weeks from now. Well, we'll but, have it uh, then, yeah. Because, you know, yeah. people are interested. I'm interested. Want to know? Yeah, no, I always am, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 consistent data that can be used, <laughs> um, you know, for making decisions such as should we shut down the season or not. <laughs> right, yeah. It, one yeah. of the things, I, and I, I learned something interesting yesterday. Because I, I was out at a house um, in uh, in the Parma area. Uh, just north of the village, and uh, there was it was a house that was like right along the train tracks there, and the guy who owns the house said, "You know, the one thing I didn't know until I uh, in, until we moved here is that the the coyotes have been attracted to the tracks, and he can hear like three different packs at night when a train goes by. Something I didn't know, and I learned that yesterday that they uh, they like the maybe they don't like the tracks, but they're at least close to them. Well, what what they're probably always always there whether whether it is, but it's um, kind of a thing with the train horn. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. Off, okay. We'll set off the the coyotes. Okay, that makes sense. We'll, we'll set off the howl. Yeah. Um. That that's kind of a, a, a thing for some reason that that pitch um, will set off the 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 pack mm-hmm. at, at night. And uh, they'll 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 respond to that, kind of like a turkey locator, um, where peacocks will set off turkeys and uh, owls will set off turkeys and crows will set off turkeys. Uh-huh. Same same kind of scenario. Okay, yeah, really cool though. Yep. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit uh, about fishing. Um, it's March first. It's time to get your licenses, Tom. Licenses are available today. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no price increases this year. I know that there's some stuff going through, uh, going through the NRC talking, I'm, I'm thinking they're talking about next year. I'd sure like to be involved in that. Uh, yeah. but, uh, um, have a little, little, you know, Hey, you know, I could see some benefits here, some benefits there, but there's some talk. I don't know what their plan is, but, 
Um, but we're good for this year. There's no, there are really no changes. That, there should be no changes on hunting licenses as well. Mm. Um, so you can come in and get those things starting today. You, know, you get okay. your new 2024 license, and you'll have an extra month if you wait till April 1st next year to buy it. You know, or uh, vice versa. You can wait till April and buy it, and then, uh, well, then you just have 12 months. So okay, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Well, my uh, my wife and I were talking about this the other day because when we we just go on down to the water, we'll bass fish pretty much every night. And she was asking, "Well, how old? How because you know, how old does Aiden need to be before we get one for him?" And that'd be seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, we got a few years yet then. All yep, right. seventeen. Seventeen is the uh, is when the first first license uh, when it comes to fishing is needed. Sixteen year olds still get to fish for free. All right, so get your licenses starting now. Uh, here, the first of March. How? is the, the 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 fishing scene going on right now in the state obviously no ice but uh we're hearing of success in different parts of the states right now yeah absolutely mm-hmm. uh west side's on fire oh yeah um between michigan city indiana and um st joe's i hear that they're just having a perch fest down there so really yeah, there's a lot of perch being caught over there um st joe too on the pier for coho um, rumblings are that it takes longer to find a spot on the pier than it does to take to take a limit. Oh wow! Okay, so, uh, they're they're saying it's uh, um, been some really good fishing over there. I know the steelhead are you know are, are starting to to run pretty good. Mm-hmm. We need a really good rain to to help that situation to warm up just a little bit. Okay, um, Lake. Uh, let's see, Lake Erie. I hear you know bowls and. Uh, out of out of Sterling's doing pretty decent on walleye already. Um, here still again, guys are starting to, to you know now get their boats out and hit, head to to the river because that'll be the first thing. Nothing yet out of Maumee. I think we're we got to warm up just to get that water warmed up a little bit more uh, on the Maumee and actually get some fresh fresh rain in those places. Okay. And then the, the other place that's absolutely on fire, but there's so many people going there. That's the Saginaw River. Um, and the problem that I'm hearing out of that is they're catching tons of fish, but they're not catching. They're catching a lot of short fish. Oh, it's just all really right. small. Okay, you know, for me, that's so, funny. That seems to be like the story of my life. <laughs> but it's still fun. It's still fun, even if you're catching them and throwing them back. Well, they said uh, the guys. Well, some of the guys from here went up there last Saturday mm-hmm. and said that there probably was a thousand boats in the river. Okay. Saturday. Wow. All right. Um, so that probably doesn't help anything. So you know, you're better off during the week and. Um, but, uh, yeah, they are catching, they are catching fish up there. Okay. So, um, I pretty much, I would keep off of most ice Southern or in Northern, oh, yeah. Northern lower. You might catch some ice, uh, no, uh, Western lower or Western UP. It seems to be pretty good. I know some, well, one of the guys that worked here was up in Curtis for a week okay. and said that when they left, they said, uh, maybe a couple of days more, but not, not good. Okay. Um, Southern Minnesota, I haven't talked to anybody there. Northern Minnesota, you're still good. Okay. Um, did get an interesting, my mom, we get the, uh, from her hometown, the, the local newspaper, she gets that. You know, okay. Had, you know, for ever since they moved from Minnesota to here. And uh, they have a contest every year as to when the, the last ice would be. Um, okay. They had to start it early this year because they've, uh, um, Let's see, what was it? April 21st was last, or 22nd. The year before was April 21st. 
Okay. Um, they're lo- and this was just from 2000. I looked at it this morning. And uh, May 4th was the latest they'd ever went with ice. And that was only in 2019. So we talk mm-hmm. about, you know, global warming. <laughs> Probably, yeah. you know, and I just told you three dates, May May 4th, uh, April 21st, April 22nd, uh, since April or since January or since 2019. So that tells you that, uh, you know, it's not any time, you know, what, what happened this year is very rare. But uh, right. on four separate occasions, uh, they've... Uh, um, they were out in mid March. Otherwise, it was always in in April. Yeah. So, um, but this this could be the year that they're out in March. The way it's going right now. Okay. Yeah. That's I, in southern Minnesota. You know, it's similar to our area. Absolutely. So, uh, take advantage of that. I guess if if you're you're gonna have to plan that trip quick. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, go north. Northern <laughs> go Minnesota. North. They're still fishing. Right. And right, they right. should. It's. I've uh, I've uh, like there's a, uh, some guys here that are going to go late. We were going to go late yeah. in March to Minnesota, but uh, those those plans have changed. There are guys who are going to go, and Dave Gens has an annual get together every year, uh, either the the last weekend of March or the next to last, depending on when uh, uh-huh. Easter falls. Okay, and uh, it's still scheduled for this year, and it and he's never had to cancel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so there's there's a good they should still be able to get on where they're where they're planning to go. Like I said, uh, one year I we we did the we did the the trip mm-hmm. and uh, I I fell in coming off the ice and I know that that lake had opened up within a week of us leaving. So um, and that that's very rare for for northern Minnesota. So that happened okay. one time. Okay. Mm. So. Well, and around here, let's kind of finish the conversation where we had started it. You know, I talked about getting my, my dock in and maybe my boat in early this year. Um, any word on how fishing's doing locally? Do you have people on the well, lakes here in yet. Jackson County? Not, not yet. Okay. They're not talking. You know, I mean, we haven't had, some, had very good weather. Right. We're going to expect it this weekend. We're going to start seeing some activity. Uh-huh. Um, the, the thing about it is, the beautiful part about it is, if you want a walleye fish, Go right ahead. It's still open yeah. for boats in inland, so you can do some boat and pike, you know, boat uh, walleye fishing, boat pike fish, fishing. Mm-hmm. You can do some shore. Um, I would be checking the shoreline, you know, the the spots that you get perch. I would say that you're not that far away from getting the temperatures up enough to have the perch come in and do their spawn. Okay. <clears throat> so we we have those opportunities. Um, I think we're still a little early, and water's going to take a little bit longer to warm up to start saying a crappie run yeah. anytime real soon. But uh, it, you know, if we if we warm up and get enough warmer warm rains, you know, yeah. it, it won't take long. So, but if um, people get out in their boats now, let's they just they take the rowboat out, they can go to the spots where they would normally ice fish because they're they're still deep there, right? Um, I I would think you're going to be looking in in what you would consider a, a late ice situation. Okay. You know, especially perch. Perch, yeah. you know, I mean, I've, you know, perch can spawn under the ice. So I, I bet we could see some pretty good perch being caught in the next uh, next couple weeks, especially offshore. Somebody's willing to, you know, he's got a sandy, sandy, uh, gravelly area in front of their house. Uh, yeah. Don't be afraid to throw some, some uh, perch minnows and some, uh, you know, bobbers and stuff like that. Okay. Might come up with a nice perch meal. All right. Very cool. I know I've been seeing some mallards out on the water, and uh, 
few buffleheads lately too, so it's nice yeah. to see them out there too. Yeah, you're gonna we're, we'll see quite a few ducks here in this area, um, and I'll hang for a little bit because it's it's uh, early for them to, to start heading north. So, uh, so I'm sure some of these bigger lakes will have some couple pairs of loons start showing up and. Uh, it's not going to be long, you know, and, and man, are they pretty, the birds this time of year. Absolutely, the, yeah. The feathers are just absolutely gorgeous. You know, and the lakes are, the lakes are calmer because there's not as much activity on it, so they tend to, to hang out there on the water a little bit longer. It's nice. It's really yep, Absolutely, yep. As far as, far as watching and, uh, you know, just seeing wildlife, spring is a beautiful time. That sunset that comes down right now with that really red yep. sky—it's it's cool. It's awesome. Yep, it sure is. And what I see, I just uh-huh. saw uh, yesterday was the last day that the sun sets before six o'clock until November second. Oh, that's so nice. So that's gonna that's gonna cheer people up. Yeah. Of course, we're gonna gain an hour. I think it's next week, isn't it? Um, we get to to pull pull the. Uh, pull the clocks around and yeah and we'll get ourselves a more light in the afternoon so. you know and we'll maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that next week but i need to get kathy schmaltz ear because hey is there a way we can just get rid of lose just get rid of that well everybody's asking what he's <laughs> doing i don't mind getting <laughs> i don't mind getting the hour of sleep i hate losing that hour of sleep you know i just uh, I, I just want everybody that i know wants to have that 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 hour in the afternoon, right? They want the they want the sun in the afternoon as opposed to the to the morning, right? I know it doesn't yeah. matter. It's it doesn't, just, you know, but but it does when it comes to people working, you yeah. Know? And if you get out of work and like especially in the fall and you want to go deer hunting, you lose you know, when you lose it, you know, then there's not enough time to go to go do those things, right? Yeah, I agree. All right, Tom, as always, man, we appreciate the visit, and we'll talk with you next week, all right? All right, Mark. Good we'll talking see. to you. Tom Knudsen with the Knudsen's Outdoor Report right here on The Daily on Jackson's Fox Sports, 101.9 FM.